The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. 80 podcast. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Jimmy. And with me, as always, is the other host of the show, Tag. I like walnuts. Cool. I like dick. <laughs> and on this podcast, we celebrate classic, iconic TV shows as we break them down one episode at a time. What we do, Tag, as you know, mm-hmm. we take each episode, we grab it by the nuts, we break its ass down, break it like a nut. Hell yeah. We tease it and try to scare it by telling it about a horror movie, mm-hmm. only to be afraid of their nuts mm-hmm. and, four, and their four eyes. All for you, the listener. Mm-hmm. On today's episode, Nerds. we look at The Dick Van Dyke Show, season two, episode 20, entitled, It May Look Like a Walnut. Hmm. If you haven't watched this episode, please feel free to stop the podcast and go watch it before continuing. You don't have to, but it might make it a hell of a lot more funny if you do. The Dick Van Dyke Show is available to stream on Peacock. Peacock? Peacock. So you can see the dick is on the cock. (laughs) I repeat, if you get on the cock, Mm -hmm. you will see the dick. (laughs) Nice. Yes. Hmm. The dick <laughs> is on the cock. If you watch this, you will see both dick and nuts. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes, and Mary Tyler. So. <laughs> so, how's it going? It's going all right. How are you? Pretty good. I cool. did not order any guitars this week. Oh. <laughs> yes. I feel good. so good that I, I, um, I've broke my habit and there's nothing that can be like a reminder that I need to order more guitars because I didn't order any guitars this week and there's nothing that's, that's going to tempt me or anything. So how <laughs> was your good. week? What'd you do? Um, I ordered a guitar. <laughs> oh, okay. That's, that's, yeah, that's well, nice. a guitar kit. I ordered a kit <laughs> from Harley Benton. That's cool. Um, yeah, so I'm going for the single cut, which is basically the Les Paul. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I'm going to do a painting. See, I, I would have thought for stuff. some reason you would have went for the double cut. I don't know why. I don't know why either. Hmm. You keep saying that, but I don't know why. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Like, I have one, Tag. Why didn't you order this? I have one. We're supposed to be to twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> I showed it to you. You said, and I quote, cool. So I thought you would order it. You said, no, that guitar's neat. So I thought you were going to go buy one. <laughs> I wish you weren't a liar. <laughs> no, that's cool. We will be twinsies because I have a Harley Benton single cut as well. Indeed. And mine is black. Mine <laughs> will be partially black as well. Flat black. Nice. Matt black. Cool. Who's Matt? <laughs> He's my friend back in Florida. Is he black? No. Oh, I thought that's that was like a description. <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's cool though. That'll be fun. That'll be neat. Mm-hmm. So how how was your week other than buying a guitar? Uh it was busy, especially busy. today. 
Yeah, because last week you were saying how great it is when you're when you have nothing going on. I know, I know. And now karma's all, a bitch, ain't it? Hmm. <laughs> all morning I had to run around. I had to go to the DMV. I had to Why do you drive? That's weird. <sighs> I know, and uh, I just had to take care of a lot of shit, and so. But uh, everything's good now. Everything's all done. So, good. had uh, dinner over at the parents' house the other night for my son's nice. birthday. It's cool. Yeah, my my son turned sweet sixteen. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. So I got him a pink Corvette cool. with a big bow on it. Neato. And we had a huge party and a bash. And the theme was TikTok. Oh, wait. No, sorry. I'm confusing <laughs> him with a teenage girl. No, we had nothing like that. So, um, I did get him a chess board because he's been really interested in chess. And uh, okay. so we've been playing chess a lot. And uh, well, not a lot since we've got it yesterday. We played twice and um, he's beat me both times. So very nice. We have a chessboard. Yeah. It's a Mario chessboard. Oh, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. This was a cheap one. I just ordered it off Amazon. Um, but um, it's not bad. It's all wood and everything. It's cool. Um, it's cool. And, uh, <laughs> and um, I was like, ooh, you know, they got some really cool chessboards out there. He's like, I know. Mm. And I was like, maybe this could be like a thing. You, collect you should look boards. at one of the Mario ones like we have. It's actually pretty neat. It's got all the characters from Mario on it. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. It's like, nah, that's, I might as well get a double cut too, shouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I showed you the Mario chest that you said neat, so I figured you'd buy it. I thought you said your son was into video games. I wish you weren't a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you what did you think of this week's episode? Because this is your first time watching <clears throat> The Dick, right? Yeah, uh, well, kind of. I mean, I've seen an episode here and there as a kid, but I okay. couldn't tell you. I don't remember any. So basically. You don't remember what the dick was like? Yeah. No, I don't remember what the dick okay. was like. But so basically, let's just say, yeah. So this is my first time really watching a full episode. Okay. Um, and I've been waiting for this question all week. And you ready? Well, yeah. Uh, I didn't care about the characters, so I don't care what happens to them. <laughs> 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 it was okay. What if it was on? I would be on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I, I don't. I actually don't really like the show. I just wanted you to watch it just to. <laughs> I was really expecting just you so you like, could experience what I had to deal with last week. <laughs> I was really expecting you to be like, "You feel good now? Feel better?" <laughs> so yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's, I'm gonna tell Jimmy that. Yeah. He's gonna, no, he's gonna be so that's what sorry. I was doing. I was he's watching gonna be this so morning. He said that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be nice. This morning, that's why I was like, oh, I know what I'm gonna say. I'm like, I'm secretly actually liking <laughs> this episode. No, I'm gonna be like, no, no, yeah. And you said Mary Tyler Moore was pretty. I'm just gonna be like, oh, she's she looks normal, plain <laughs> to not, me. She's a lot prettier than a bewitched chick. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, no, she had magic and I she could have been pretty. Back. Think about that. They had they had different beauty. So. I think uh, like Elizabeth Montgomery was just kind of was hot, and I think Mary Tyler Moore was very pretty. Well, I mean Does that Elizabeth make any Montgomery, sense? she had magic and she could even make herself pretty. Think about that. <laughs> she was hot. That's how bad she is. But I don't know. I see them as different beauty. They're both attractive women for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but no. Seriously, to answer your question, I actually did enjoy the episode. It was, yeah. it's quite funny. Um, I mean, we're going to get more into specifically this episode. Obviously, right. it's kind of what we do here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> we're going into specifics. That's weird. <laughs> um, but uh, like, uh, it was a little confusing, like especially once Rob got to work, yeah. and then uh, and then his coworkers were doing this thing. I was like, I was like, I didn't know if 
they were joking. Like, I know that's kind of the point, but not really. So, like, I didn't know. I got really confused. It didn't take me till the second, because I watched the episode twice, right. to the second viewing to go, oh, kind of now knowing, like, what's going to happen. And, like, oh, so I didn't know if, like, you know, I just was really confused. I, I noticed that last week with me. I was very confused at a lot of things. And I think going forward, maybe we should give, like, a, like a character synopsis before we start. Before we start that episode? Yeah. Just because, or, like, if, if I would have gone through and said, okay, Rob works as the head writer of a TV show. Mm-hmm. He works with Sally, who's one of the writers. He works with Buddy, who's one of the writers. And mm-hmm. then Mel is their boss. So, yeah. you know, if I would have said it like that, then when he would have went to work, you would have understood that they're the co-writers or the assistant writers, whatever you well, call them. He's up, the head writer. I picked that up pretty quickly, okay. like, who right. those people were. Um and uh, they're kind of a, they were a funny little comedy duo. Well, there, they're, the yeah, they're comedy writers in general. So they're, they're always thinking I mean, the of characters. Yeah, the characters that's literally their job together. is to be funny. Um, so. so, and then the only thing I was very disappointed in is like, it was all a dream like that. Like, yeah, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, <sighs> yeah. but then once he like lost his thumbs, it's like, okay, there's no way you can practical joke that. I was like, right. this obviously is like he said, either really happening or it's a dream. <laughs> right, right, right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the Wizard of Oz, isn't he? that kind of thing. So, yeah. Overall, I, I liked it. I would watch This is one of their these, most extreme the episodes, obviously. So, yeah. like, the rest of them like, aren't like this. But I just really like Dick <laughs> nah, Van Dyke. I'm a fan of Dick Van Dyke. I just think he's cool. So, fan of the dick, huh? I am. Yeah. When you wake up, you say, man, I wonder what um, my big dick's doing this morning. When I was younger, I used to wake up to Dick every morning. Damn. Hell yeah. I was just and like absorbing tall that, too. Just gobbling that dick up, up. I was just, I love to watch it. Just, I want to watch dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Why is that funny? Well, like when I was younger, like, like I can't remember if you did, but I had a TV in my room. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had this 13 inch TV and it was like, it was, it wasn't black and white. It was color. Right. I actually had an old, like, small black and white TV with the two knobs and one that went. Yeah, yeah, that's what mine was. And then the bottom one that went. Yeah, but mine was in color. But uh, so every morning I would wake up and and I would wake up to, you know, a little 13 inch dick. So. (laughs) Nice. You know what was cool about my TV in my room? I think I eventually got a color TV in there, but on the side of it. Do you have one now? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, then yeah. you got a color TV. <laughs> then you upgraded. So then you eventually did. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. But on this, obviously, it's a box TV and it was like yellow and uh, small. I remember that TV. <clears throat> but on the side, do you remember what was on the side of it? Is it a volume control? No. Mm-hmm. Close, though. It was a, a headphone jack. That's right what on it was. the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was so weird. And then I thought it was so cool that I can have a plug in my headphones and like sit all the way on the bed <laughs> and I can, you know, have it as loud as I want. I thought that That's was so cool. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I had that little 13 inch TV for a long time. That's the one we used to play uh, Kung Fu on. Ding, 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 Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. No, that wasn't Kung Fu. No, but that was a different game. Oh, you shit. Yeah. Yoga flame. Yoga fire. Yeah. Yep, Street Fighter. That was, that was a good old days. We, but we went off on a tangent. All right, so always. I guess we can go ahead and take a break. All right. Because I know how exhausting it is talking about dick. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, when we get back, we're going to look at more dick, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about dick and nuts. So, mm-hmm. uh, so we'll be back. Hey, Gen Xers, get the news and podcasts that matter to you on Rediscover the 80s. Each week, hosts Jason and Wyatt deliver two shows that will connect you with the past. First, listen to the 80s weekly newscast with retro pop culture headlines from the world of movies. They are actually trying to reboot The Naked Gun with Liam Neeson. Streaming. Transformers Earth Spark. What did you think, man? It looked interesting, but it looks like it's another spin-off of the Risky Bots. Collectibles and more. They made Tina Turner into a Barbie. Then listen to Memory Jogger, featuring memories from the 80s and early 90s. We're going to spin the old randomizer tonight. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's spin it. Oh, <laughs> a big one. Transformers and GoBots. Star Wars. Ooh, we might be here a while. <laughs> Robin Ooh. Williams. What a tribute. Yeah, Robin Williams. Ooh, oh, grandparents. Michael, Michael J. Fox. Fox. PSA commercials. PSA commercials. Ooh, okay. Listen to both shows now on Rediscover the 80s. Search now in popular listening apps or stream from your browser at rediscoverthe80s.com. The 80s Weekly and Memory Jogger. Two shows that will help you rediscover the 80s. And we are back. Whoo, man. Whoo, doggy. I didn't know you were that limber tech. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, how did you fit in your mouth like that? Like, how did you bend that far? It's, um, some people say, well, you have to get like a rib removed. You don't. Right. Hmm. I mean, I just proved it, but it's, uh, yeah, it's a family hmm. secret. Sometimes I throw my back out sneezing too hard. So kudos to you. But, um, mm-hmm. so we're back. So we have the Dick Van Dyke show season two, episode 20 entitled, it may look like a walnut. Mm-hmm. So let's get into this. Some facts about the episode. It first aired February 6th, 1963. Damn. Damn. <laughs> Written by Carl Reiner. That's pretty cool. And directed by Jerry Paris. I don't know who that is. According to IMDb. Did he, def- did he, did he invent Paris? Probably. He, no, he discovered it. Like, oh. Think about it, because he probably saw the Eiffel Tower from like miles away. Uh, so when he was out exploring, uh, oh. he's like, oh, shit, there must be a city there. So he yeah. discovered Paris. Okay. Because yeah. that's how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So according to IMDb, the mm-hmm. thousands of walnuts used for the scene of Laura descending from the closet were supplied mm-hmm. to the show by walnut wholesalers. Rob Petrie actor Dick Van Dyke recalled that the actors and crew were allowed to eat as many walnuts as they wanted. Eventually causing many of them intestinal problems from overconsumption of the low fiber nut meat. After the show, the producers returned any unbroken nuts to the wholesalers, most of which ended up on store shelves. Um, do you like walnuts? Yeah, not too bad. 
I'm not a really big fan of them. Eh, I don't dislike them. I just, like, if I saw a walnut sitting there, I wouldn't be like, oh, and then crack one over it. It's not a thing for me. Well, just think, like, if you were alive back then and you lived in California, you may have eaten a walnut that Mary Tyler Moore laid on. Oh, I thought you were going to say something about that may have been on some dick. but It could have been on some dick. <laughs> hmm. But yeah. The scene where Laura Petrie, a.k.a. Mary Tyler Moore, rolls down the sea of walnuts from the closet was never rehearsed with the walnuts. The crew had to get the shot correct the first and only time walnuts were used because it would take too long to reload the walnuts for another take. So a couple of things about that note. Yes. First of all, that was a really cool scene how she did that. I was, you know, yeah. I was like, damn, look at that. That looked pretty good. Um, but uh, it took too long to really like how lazy is this production? Like. <laughs> Well, it's gonna it's gonna take a long time, and they they obviously had to clean them up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, what's the difference between cleaning them up and then just putting them back in the closet? Yeah, all they had to do, I'm assuming, she stood in the closet, and then they dumped a whole bunch of nuts in there. Yeah. That's, but I mean, it's, it's still the it's still sweeping of walnuts. Right. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like, come yeah. on, how lazy are they? Well, we don't want to do it again, so we got to get it right the first time. <laughs> Yeah. Producer Sheldon Leonard hated Sheldon Leonard again. Hey, hated the story when it was presented as a script, thinking it was not funny and too strange, but gave the go ahead for it to be filmed. Later, he acknowledged the popularity of the episode and said he had been wrong to think it would flop. I can see that. Yeah. Because mm. I, I mentioned this later in the show. I just won't say it later. I'll just say it now. If you take away all the laugh tracks and the it was all a dream portion mm-hmm. of the episode, it's straight up just an episode of Twilight Zone. It is. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. exactly what it is. But you mean the Twilight Zone. Type. Sorry. Yeah. Twilight Zone. Excuse me. This is the only episode in which Buddy Sorrel, 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 never insults Mel Cooley. Cool. I don't know who these people are. Well, I know who Buddy is. Yeah. And you, Mel was their boss. The guy with the glasses. Oh, uh, yeah. The nerd. And guy. I think that's why it was so funny when they walked out arm in arm. Arm in arm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought it was funny anyway, just because it's yeah. weird. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sure it'd be funnier if I know the characters. The episode inspired the creation of the series, Mork and Mindy. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Because he did have that little walnut shaped spaceship, didn't he? It was Compliance. Like an egg. Yeah. As he leaves Rob's office, Kolak, a.k.a. Danny Thomas, hums Danny Boy, the theme to The Danny Thomas Show. Mm. Boom. It's a lot of Danny Thomas from last week and this week, I'm just saying. That's weird, huh? And a lot of uh, <laughs> Sheldon Leonard, too. Mm-hmm. Mm. The ep- this episode was featured in the MCU show WandaVision. Yeah. We said that last week. Oh, yeah. The plot is similar to the 1956 science fiction film Invasion of the Body Snatchers about humans being replaced by emotionless alien duplicates. Skinwalkers, Jimmy. That's what they're known for now. Okay. (laughs) This was the first episode in which the title of the show was printed out on the screen at the end of the opening credits. Mm -hmm. In Rob's office, the sheet music for Dairy Maids which appears behind the desk in every other episode has been replaced with an award certificate that states it is another Jimmy first for the Alan Brady show for outstanding comedy show. Now I saw that. That was pretty clearly like it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was right in your face. I don't know what Jimmy first means. It's me. It means that I was the first (laughs) to review this podcast, this show, the podcast. That's what that means. 
No, I have no idea what that means. I'm assuming it was an award that the show got, and they just they felt <laughs> like they. Well, had I read because you can read the whole award, and like it says, he was the best comedy writing um, of the year or show huh. of the year or something like that. Yeah, but I just didn't know what Jimmy first meant. If that was something that the show could explain, mm-hmm. you being um, a viewer of the show, I figured you could explain. Nope, I don't know what it means. Guess not. Well, that you're a fan. All right. This very popular entry in the series was a satire of the Twilight Zone in 1959 and is famous for the scene where Mary Tyler Moore comes sliding out of the closet on a sea of nuts. <laughs> Just sliding on nuts. Just nuts nut. all over. Oh, she had nuts all over. <laughs> the title of the movie that Rob watches is never revealed. Hmm. Hmm. And last but not least, the voice of the exercise instructor on the television during the final scene is that of episode director and series regular Jerry Paris. Oh, so he speaks English then. He's not French. Well, he just discovered it. He doesn't speak French. He just discovered Paris. Oh, okay. No, he's not. He's not French. He's, you know, normal. No, that's that's mean. (laughs) (laughs) Teasing. (laughs) All right. So you ready to fade in? Um, I would love to fade in. Okay. Well, in that case, we're going to fade in. Okay. Scene one. We open to see Rob and Laura relaxing for a good night's sleep. In separate beds, of course. Of course. Laura has her blankets over her and is trying to sleep while Rob is watching what sounds like a horror movie and eating nuts. Finally, Laura pops up frantically and says, oh, Rob, please turn this program off. It scares me. But Dick, a.k.a. Rob, says, Mm. honey, not during the climax. (laughs) Talking about that climax straight out of Dick. (laughs) (laughs) Laura, growing more scared, asks, well, can't you watch it in the living room? Rob, not giving a shit, says, go back under the covers. <laughs> oh, shit. Hell yeah. He's like, just Dang. get back under there. I didn't, say, I didn't tell you to come up here. <laughs> <laughs> Laura just moans at what Dick is doing to her. Oh, shit. I thought this was made in the 60s, man. No, apparently not. <laughs> and throws the sheets up over her head. As Rob sits up watching the movie, he appears more and more tense. Finally, Laura speaks up and says, Rob, I can still hear that weird music. But Rob, who still wants his thrill, says, Shh, honey, please. A man mm-hmm. on the TV says, Why are you staring at me? Evelyn, your eyes. What's happening to your eyes? Why are you looking at me that way, Evelyn? No, no, no. Rob pulls a sheet up to his neck in fear as the man on as the man on TV yells one last no. That was amazing. Hell yeah. I believe that like you were in peril or something. Like I take it that sarcasm. That's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of like when our moms used to help us, you know, rehearse lines. No, that's not how you do it. You have to do it like this. I can see you're related. Mm. <laughs> Laura, who's now practically shaking in fear, says, Rob, I can still hear it. <laughs> Rob, now irritated, gets up saying, all right, honey, you win. But instead of turning off the TV, <laughs> he picks up his pillow and puts it over Laura's head to drown out the sound. 
Hmm. Laura begins to squirm as Rob yells, it'll be over in a second. (laughs) As Laura struggles to breathe, Rob yells, just a minute, just a minute. (laughs) Finally, the show is over as Laura is now smacking Rob, trying to breathe. Rob gets up to turn the TV off as Laura sits up gasping for air. Rob, looking traumatized, says, all right, honey, it's all over. Laura, still traumatized from Rob, says, not quite. I'm still breathing. (laughs) That's pretty funny. That's funny. So, yeah, just twin beds. I was like, twin beds, really? Yeah, that's kind of lame. But whatever. I get it, I guess. And the, uh, the music in this... The movie they were watching sounded like Star Trek. Yeah, sound, what, that, what is that that called? That instrument called? Yeah, um, yeah. It's like I think it starts with a P or something, something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like Sheldon plays one. Yeah, Sheldon plays it on the yeah. show. And yeah, it sounded like that. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Um, I forget the name of it though. Yeah. One thing I had read was that um, they were kind of infamous for not being able to sleep in the same bed. Um, yeah. The sensors wouldn't allow it. Yeah. But strangely, an exception was Ozzie and Harriet Nelson from Ozzie mm-hmm. and Harriet. They were yeah. allowed because they were still married at the time or they were married at the time. So they were actual uh, married couple. So they were allowed to sleep in the same bed. Um, oh. So, yes. So if she would have gotten pregnant, it would have had it would have been, you know, such a big deal. You know, okay, I'm, talking about, all, I'm talking about Mary Tyler Moore. If they would have yeah. been in the same bed, then the actress would have got pregnant and, you know, they probably <laughs> would have been sued. So, well, people. They didn't get pregnant back then. They were, quote, with child. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And they just like, didn't you just like sit next to each other and just like rub your necks together or something and you got pregnant? That's what I thought. And you didn't kiss each other in the mouth. You kissed each other on the side of the mouth and it turned away from the camera. <laughs> or you just like put that, cheek right? to cheek. And just put, hmm. Yeah. And that's how you got pregnant. Mm-hmm. This is before they invented, invented color. Like everything was oh. black and white. Yeah. So I don't know how stoplights worked back then, but whatever. <laughs> Scene two. Rob, starting to feel bad, says, I'm sorry. I was just trying to block out the music. Did it work? Laura says, beautifully, but you also blocked out my oxygen. Oh, shit. (laughs) Rob, with his head still in the movie, says, if you had been Colac, you wouldn't need any oxygen. Laura, not knowing what the fuck he's talking about, asks, Colac? Rob says, yeah, the guy in the movie. Laura says, I don't think I saw that part. Rob quickly asks, well, you saw the part where that pretty housewife bought the bag of walnuts, didn't you? Laura says, um, pretty housewife? Mm-hmm. See, that's the kind of shit that makes you have to sleep in another bed. <laughs> and then so you the wrote, truth comes out. <laughs> All right, Laura says, yeah, I saw the part where she started shelling them. Rob, starting to creep himself out, again asks, yeah, did you see when she started opening that strange looking walnut? Laura says, No. That's when the crazy music started, and I went under. I went down. We went down. Yeah, I pulled the covers up, and I went down. <laughs> Rob says, damn shame we don't share a bed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, he didn't say that, but no, he was thinking. But he should that. have. Yeah. Rob says, she opened it up, and there was no nut in there. It was just a shiny thing about the size of a grape. Laura says, all that crazy music for a grape? <laughs> Rob, seeing that his feeble little wife just doesn't understand, says, well, it isn't really a grape, honey. It was a strange looking object and it gave off a glow. You know what it was? Laura, beginning to get creeped out again, says, I'd rather not know. <laughs> Rob says, it was a particle of, of absorbitron. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> what was that? What was that element that was in the uh, Avatar? Unobtainium. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Uh, was a chemical element from the planet Twilo. You see, this Colac was an emissary from the planet Twilo. Laura speaks up and says, Rob, I would rather not know anything about the planet Twilo or Colac. I think the whole thing is silly. Colac sounds like medicine. <laughs> it does. It like, does. is your child constipated? Try Colac. <laughs> Rob, now offended, asks, silly? You just didn't see it. This was done beautifully. <laughs> it's like me last week talking to my Andy group. Yeah. <laughs> You see, the planet Twilo sent this emissary Kolak down to Earth to get us to stop fooling around up in space. Mm-hmm. Laura interrupts and asks, wait, astronauts fool around with each other in space? Did she say that? No. Oh. She should have. That's pretty funny. <laughs> then we had comedy writers on the show. I guess not. Hmm. We do on this show. <laughs> Damn straight. High five. <laughs> Rob continues, and he tried to get in the UN building, and they threw him out. Rob then thinks for a moment, covers his eyes, and asks, You know what you look like? Laura, getting scared again, curls up in bed and says, No, I don't want to know. <laughs> Rob smirks and just stares at Laura. Finally, Laura abruptly rolls over and yells, well, What did he look like? <laughs> Rob, now super animated, stands up and says, real scary. And he spoke with an English accent. And he looks like Danny Thomas. Oh, shit. As he stands with his arms in the air and his eyes crossed, Laura, a little disappointed at the buildup, says, darling, there's nothing scary looking about Danny Thomas. I think he's kind of cute. Rob was like, why'd you go fucking <laughs> Well, what's interesting is... She points out that she thinks Danny Thomas is kind of cute. Yeah. And he points out the attractive housewife. Yeah. And she's all like, like attractive housewife. Want, I want you to go fuck her. And I can't think of the life of me while they sleep in separate beds. Cool. <laughs> Rob puts his hands on his hips and says, you wouldn't think he was so cute if he had four eyes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Laura, back to being scared again, asks, four eyes? Rob's <laughs> like, yeah, he wore glasses. No. Rob <laughs> exclaims, yeah, all Twilowites have two in the front and two in the back. Mm. And this Colac kept the ones in the back hidden by letting his hair grow over them. And whenever he wanted to peek out of them, he'd scratch his head like that. Mm. Rob then quickly rotates his head and says, hello there, which scares <laughs> the crap out of Laura, who shouts and lays down with her back to Rob. Mm. Ooh. Um. Yeah, Megan's done this to me with horror movies. Like, she doesn't want to, like, hear the scary parts, but she'll ask about the plot. Like, so how do they get out of the house? Or, what? Are, you know, she'll ask questions <laughs> the same as Laura did, but she just can't watch the preview and she can't watch it. She doesn't want to hear about the scary parts. So how, do you, how would you describe, like, let's say, Nightmare on Elm Street without yeah, describing the scary parts? <laughs> it's pretty much just, like, the basic plot. Like, okay, this. So the girl goes to sleep and then she wins at the end. she has a nightmare i won't tell you what happens in the nightmare but it's let's just say it's bad it's really bad and she lives on elm street and at the end the the bad goes away (laughs) along with her mom (laughs) 
her mom like just um she was back in the house via window. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Her 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 mom was literally in a pain. Like like, like in the literal sense. So, that's fun. Yeah. Scene three. Rob enjoying this way too much, laughs and sits on the edge of his bed. He asks, and you know what he did? Hmm. Laura, whose voice is shaking, says, I don't want to hear it. Rob goes on anyway, saying he took activated walnuts and put them in the bins in supermarkets around the country. My God. Laura, now getting mad, says, oh, Rob, that's enough. But Rob, who's enjoying this way too much and not listening, says, and you know what happens if anybody opens one of those walnuts? Laura shakes her head and says, I don't want to (laughs) know. Rob then climbs over the bed so he can look Laura in the eye and says, well, honey, it's not that scary. He leans down onto the floor next to the bed and says, anybody who is exposed to the rays from the Absorbitron slowly take on the characteristics of Colac. My God. Laura matter of factly says, so everybody ends up looking like Danny Thomas. And that's Mm -hmm. the end of the story. Fine. Good night. (laughs) She then turns the light off and rolls over to go to sleep. Rob leaps over the bed saying, no, no, honey, that's not all. Laura, now getting pissed, rolls her eyes as Rob says, they not only get an extra set of eyes, but they get an extra penis <laughs> and an extra set of balls, but they're not hairy and they have the, the texture of like a stress ball. So it's kind of fun to play with them. Like, no, <laughs> sorry. I was tired when I wrote this. No, um, he doesn't say that, but um, he says, <laughs> They lose their imagination and their thumbs. Hmm. Laura, now confused, looks at Rob and asks, why? Rob explains, because without thumbs and without our imagination, we Earth people couldn't possibly build the things that threaten the existence of Twilo. Rob then begins collecting some plates sitting on the nightstand and says, oh, I'd hate to run into those walnuts myself. Hmm. He then puts on a Dracula accent and says, why, without my thumbs, I couldn't type. Mm-hmm. That's the best Dracula I get in. <laughs> when he is, sees is, that, Laura, is that what you heard, Dracula? See, I heard more like an Igor voice. Well, she says Boris, like, like it's like meaning Boris Karloff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When he sees Lord didn't laugh, he stops and says, and without my imagination, I wouldn't have a sense of humor. Hmm. Wouldn't I be kind of strange looking comedy writer? Something. <laughs> Laura growing tired of this says, I think you're kind of a strange comedy writer right now, Boris. See? Good night. Mm. Rob. <laughs> see, see, see. That felt good. God, that felt good. To be to, I'm going to be able to point this shit out to him. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> Rob, not man, he doesn't even know he's gonna fucking he's gonna, he's gonna, face. Man, he's, he's gonna like fall backwards face. in his chair and shit. Yeah, no, he's got um, the fucking hairy fat face. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> throw it right at him. And I, I can already see the word Boris right below. Man, he's gonna be so good. <laughs> he's going up to. <laughs> so I'm so glad I put that in that synopsis. <laughs> 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 <It's so Rob>. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, not talking about. <laughs> Rob, not done talking about all this, says, Oh, come on, let me finish, honey. <laughs> Found a nickel every time oh, I heard that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Laura says, 
Oh, if it was that, you would have finished a long time ago. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Laura sits up, turns off the light, and shouts, no. Mm-hmm. Rob lays down in his bed with a grin at a job well done. <laughs> so did you notice, like, uh, when she was... Uh, she was all pissed off and like turned the lamp off and she was like could barely reach it and took her a couple times to like hit the switch. <laughs> I didn't notice that now. Well, so like on these sitcoms and stuff like that, like they don't control the lights and the lamps and shit like that. Like that's all done with, you know, the gaffers and shit oh, like I'm that. Assuming, you know? yeah, yeah. So like all they do is pretend to like pull a cord or clip a switch or whatever. And then the lighting guy goes kluk and shuts the lamp off. Right. Right. So it's just a good timed thing. Mm-hmm. So whoever was operating the lamp light, whatever like light guy was up, like he was on top of that shit. Like, yeah, I know. Because he like, m- she missed and then grabbed it the second time. And I was like, damn, he was fucking right on top of that. Like he was like, nope, she didn't get it. Now she got it. You know, it's like good timing. Good job. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't notice that now. Um, that kind of sort of looked like the, the Brady Bunch master bedroom a little bit with the the flowery thing behind the bed. Oh, I didn't notice like the wallpaper, yeah. like the yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Wallpaper. It was kind of looks like I kind of liked it, but I it kind of looked it. like it was a flat, like it was inserted into there because there was a gap on all the corners of it. So I don't think it was supposed to. I don't know why, but I don't know why they would insert that in there. But anyways, mm. um, in this, she's twenty-seven years old in real life, and he's mm. thirty-eight. <laughs> That's crazy. 11 year difference between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they justified within the storyline yep. why they had two beds. Like, did I wonder if they ever addressed that because this wouldn't have been normal in a household. And it's kind of like the elephant in the room. Like, like, you know, everybody at the time was like, why are they sleeping? In, are we supposed to be sleeping in separate beds? Like, is that how it's done? Like, <laughs> I don't think so. I think it was just the TV norm. I think people were just used to seeing it on TV. Mm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, Seeing a foe. Later on, laying in bed, we see Rob laying in bed. Sorry. (laughs) 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 Oh, honey, that reminds me. I forgot to tell you something I've been meaning to tell you. Laura Concern asks, what is it, dear? Rob (laughs) turns on the light and sits up in bed and says, Twyla Whites only eat walnuts. (laughs) Laura, having had enough of this, Charade, exactly. Boom. As Jimmy Thank would you. say, <laughs> let's add an "Oh, Rob!" Rob excitedly <laughs> continues. Yeah, and besides, they don't breathe any air. All they breathe is water. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Rob then grabs his own throat and says, "And this Kolak would start suffocating about twice a day." Rob then acts like he's suffocating while repeating, "Water, water, water." Laura, who's now growing both irritated. Tired and probably a little scared, says, Rob, stop it. You're scaring his son. (laughs) (laughs) You're scaring our son. He's not even in here. What? (laughs) Are you trying to give me nightmares? (laughs) Rob comes back with nightmares. It was just a movie, honey. Laura, getting dramatic, throws her arms and says, I'm going to wake up screaming tonight. I know it. I'm going to wake up screaming and it'll all be your fault. Rob, a.k.a. Dick, <laughs> Dick, leans in and says, oh, it'll be my fault, all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Definitely. Well. Have you screamed tonight? Hell to the <laughs> <end>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Or then sets the alarm clock and lays back down to go to sleep. Rob picks up the alarm, looks at it, and says, Honey, you just set the alarm for an hour from now. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Give me plenty of time to get <laughs> <Lord> across- started. Laura <laughs> crosses her arms and says, That's right. If Kolakin has activated walnuts, you're going to come after me in my dreams. I'll be saved by the bell. That's right. She's going to come before them. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's not what she meant. Never mind. And if she wakes up in the morning, the alarm gives off a warning. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Rob smiles, turns off the light and says, good night. Laura answers, good night. He's like, I'll see you in an hour. <laughs> no. They both, they both lay relaxing. Finally, Rob puts his hands up and makes a whistling alien sound. <laughs> Laura looks like she's about to cry as she exclaims, oh, Rob, stop it, stop it. <laughs> Rob, not knowing when to stop, puts his Boris Karloff voice again and says, would you care for one of my walnuts in your mouth, my dear? <laughs> Laura, Laura, now getting pissed, sits up and says, Okay, okay, you did it. You just blew homemade waffles in the morning. Rob was like, lucky waffles. <laughs> Rob, giggling his mouth ass out, composes himself, and in a Boris Karloff voice asks, Waffles? What are waffles? I only eat walnuts. Laura, now unfazed, says, good, because that's all you're going to eat and put in your mouth from now on. Mm-hmm. Then she looks down and points at her crotch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I swear, he's like a 10-year-old boy, man. Like, when they say men never, never mature, like, this is what they're talking about. Like, this is a perfect example of it. Like, this is... Typical guy behavior, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Not necessarily trying to scare your wife, but just the enjoyment and how like like enthusiastic he is about scaring his wife. Like that's guys, like one hundred percent. If you give us a rubber band and a paperclip, we will be entertained for hours. <laughs> yes, he was very declasse. De- it was very, very dickheaded. Yeah. Like I, for one, I can't stand when grown men act like twelve year old children for comedy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's, I won't stand yeah, for yeah. it. I won't stand Especially for if you're going to put it out there for the public to consume. It's like, <laughs> don't you have any like self-respect? Right. Like talking about fart jokes and like just making stupid, dumb, you know, like. Like, like using dick. Exactly. Like, yeah. It's like an like actual dick, name yeah. people have. Exactly. Yeah. This oh, is a yeah, television icon. Right. I guess it is like a slang term for a male member, but... Yeah, but this is a television icon. You can't make, you know, penis jokes about a television icon. <laughs> I mean, you're not going to go around and call it Penis Van Dyke, are you? Come on now. I do. Yeah, that's true. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I call it Wiener Van Dyke. <laughs> Wiener. And if it's an extra long episode, I call it Hog Van Dyke. <laughs> Supposed to be mature here, Jimmy. That's stupid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> I guess we're not mature. Oh. Um. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I can't understand him acting like this because he's a comedy writer, because he's a writer in general. 
I can see him really getting into movies and TV shows and stuff. Yeah. Like he would be great on the show. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he has my dream job. I would love to be a comedy yeah. writer on a show. Oh my God. That'd be so much fun. But I, this, the, his behavior doesn't really surprise me. It would surprise me if he was like some kind of wall street guy, but the fact that he's, he does writing for a living, him getting into the storyline of a movie doesn't surprise me. Um, mm-hmm. The clock never moved throughout the entire scene. Um, it's almost it's like funny it wasn't plugged in. That. It's funny you mentioned the clock because there was a IMDb note that said something about the clock, but I didn't put it in because it was stupid. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what you're saying is what I just mentioned is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was it actually like goes against what you just said. It oh. says like when they woke up, it was 145, but then when they went to sleep, it was 153. Yeah. I'm like, big fucking, what? Who cares? What does that matter? Yeah, I, I looked at it. it. To me, it didn't look like it changed. But okay. But I mean, that's so stupid. Like in this scene, it said twelve thirty, and the end of the scene said twelve thirty three. Like, and but it was AM and not PM. How fucked up is that? All right, all right, all right. Scene five. The next morning, Rob walks into the living room, but as he walks towards the kitchen, yeah, he hears something crunching. He looks down to find the floor littered with walnuts. What? He stops, thinks about what Laura said the night before, and chuckles to himself as he bends down and picks up a couple and carries them into the kitchen. Hmm. Once in the kitchen, he sees Laura at the fridge getting something out. He walks in and says, honey, guess what I found in the living room? Laura guesses a dead horse. (laughs) <laughs> Rob thinks for a moment and says, that's not very funny. Laura, who's still irritated from the night before, says, well, I guess I don't have much of a sense of humor. Mm. Which that's that's interesting if you think about what happens later on. Mm-hmm. I took that as she was still irritated, but you could also take it as she's not. She's just simply stating a fact. Because she's a skinwalker. Exactly. She then pours herself some water as Rob says, oh, Getting your morning breath of fresh air. <laughs> Laura simply answers naturally. Hmm. Rob sensing she's not kidding and actually irritated says, okay, you win. You win. Here are your walnuts back. Laura takes them confused and asks, walnuts? Rob says, yeah, the ones you strew all over the living room floor. Laura, not in the mood for jokes, asks, now why would I do that? Rob seeing right through her charade <laughs> confidently says, because I teased you last night. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laura looks down and says, Oh, Rob, you know, I don't do silly things like that. Rob asks, well, if you didn't do it, then who did? Laura says, well, maybe it was Kolak or one of his friends from the planet Twilo. Hmm. So sorry to stop you there, but um, so she was basically teased by Dick last night. She was teased by Dick and nuts. Mm. <laughs> Hell awesome. yeah. Just then, Rich comes running in shouting, hi, daddy. Rich startled says, hi, Rich. You have your breakfast? Rich beaming from ear to rear says, yeah, I had a nice bowl of hot and walnuts. Rob side eyes Laura and smirks as Laura hands Rich his lunch with a, here's your lunch, dear. Hurry, you'll be late for school. Rich shakes the bag and says, oh boy, a nut sack. (laughs) Rich then runs out yelling, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
after he leaves, Laura looks at Rob and says, well, what's for breakfast, darling? Fried, mm-hmm. poached, or scrambled? Rob smiles and says, scrambled, please. Laura then opens the egg carton to reveal walnuts. That's good. I like that. And asks, one or two? <laughs> Laura then proceeds to bang her nuts on a bowl and open them like eggs. <laughs> Laura looks at Rob with a smirk and says, why don't you have more than two, dear? They're awfully small today. He's calling his nuts small. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, not really able to take a joke and growing weary of the walnut jokes, says, all right, okay, I'll eat at the office. As Rob gets up to leave, Laura chases him to the door saying, oh, Rob, darling, wait. I hate to see you go off without something to eat. Rob puts his hands on his hip and says, now that's a little bit more like it. Hmm. Laura pulls out one of her nuts and says, here, you can eat this on the way to work. Rob points at the stove and says, you're not going to fix me breakfast, are you? Laura, getting defensive, says, darling, I offered to fix you breakfast. Rob, tired of how this is going, says, all right, all right, have your fun. Enjoy yourself and walks out. Oh, uh, in a half. Hell yeah, he does. Hmm. I can't believe she's not going to fix some breakfast. That's fucked what up. What a bitch. Right? Yeah. Damn. She I did mean, do, I don't remember what she said or when, what she said when she did it, but she said something and then she did like this cute little like, hmm. And I thought that was kind of cute. Oh, like, when she's like, they're kind of small today. I don't know. No? No, I think, no, it was something where she called her, called her, he called her out on something and she was like, hmm. Like, oh well, and the way she did it, she looked kind of cute. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, every morning when I wake up, I walk out and I'm like, Megan, where the fuck is my breakfast? Right. And every single morning, she's like, it's cereal boxes right there. I'm like, oh, okay. That's because you because you forget where they where they be, yeah, where you keep the cereal. Yeah. yeah. I it's like, why do you ask me every morning? Cereal's always in the same spot. We use those <laughs> weird Tupperware containers to put the cereal in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's. That's cute. I remember my, my mom did that when yeah. we were kids. Yeah, I remember. It, it'll keep it fresh. It'll keep it fresher, last longer. It does, yeah. I think it does. So anyways, um, I kind of like the design of their house. I think it kind of works today. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I guess. I mean, I don't yeah, know it's, it's kind of a, unusual. Yeah, it's kind of a neat design. I like it. Um, I can totally wear Wanda, see where WandaVision copied this. Totally see it. See why they did it? No, I can see how they like it. it oh. Totally looks like the WandaVision set. Like they did a really good oh, job of copying sure. it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was absolutely floored mm-hmm. at how impressive the acting was from the little kid that runs in. Is that a joke? Yes, that's heavy sarcasm. Oh. <laughs> that's, he was terrible. Up sarcasm. He was like shouting the whole time, and he was like staring <laughs> at like a spot on the counter and not looking at anybody. Like, oh. um, ah, very funny, motherfucker. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so I wonder if they, if they pre broke the walnuts or if she actually did that. Of course. They, okay. First of all, these are like the weakest walnuts I've ever seen in my entire life. Cause yeah. you see people just going like, and they're like, I've done that. You can do walnuts that. Walnuts are fucking hard. You can do it. If you put the seam between your, your hands, you can totally crack it with your hands. I've done it before. Maybe I think the last time I ate walnuts, I was a child. So I was going to say, it must have been a long time since you've had a hefty set of nuts in your hand. So <laughs> you like squeeze them and everything. Like they're not as strong as you think they are. They're actually pretty delicate. 
Well, yeah, I know you definitely can't just tap them on the side of a bowl and open them up. You can't so. squeeze them that hard either because, you know. Because it hurts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because I was going to say, if she actually did that, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> so they probably yeah. pre-broke it and then glued it back together. Yeah. Hmm. Indeed. Interesting. Scene uh, six. When Rob finally arrives to work, he walks in and says, Hi, Yang. Sorry I'm late. We see a piano and some various furniture. Buddy is sitting in a chair with a notebook in hand, and Sally is sitting in the corner of the desk doing her nails. Buddy replies, hey, I'm sorry I'm short. Sally says, I'm sorry I'm single. (laughs) (laughs) She then gets up and says, what kept you, Rob? Rob, with hands in his pockets, says, a house full of walnuts. (laughs) Sally puts one hand on her hip and says, well, Buddy, shall I say it or shall we both say it? Buddy says, I think we ought to both say it. Both making grand gestures as a house full of walnuts. <laughs> I got a question though. Yeah. So like he's late to work apparently because they're like, what kept you? Where the fuck you been? Right. And they're mm-hmm. sitting there waiting on him in his office. Well, well, it's a shared office, right? I'm assuming so. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he even left for work earlier than he had planned. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Cause he was going to eat breakfast now. Then he was like, you know what? Fuck this. You're a bitch and I'm out. And then he goes <laughs> to work. And then, then when he's he like, gets to like, work, Yeah. Yeah. And then. Yeah, that's true. So How was he late? Like, he left early. He's going to be like, damn, I was going to be here much later than this. You're lucky you got me now. Unless. Shit. Unless. Because the last thing he says is, I'll eat at the office. That's one of the last things he says. So yeah. maybe he actually went, like the office has some kind of cafeteria. He went at the, or I guess it'd be a commissary. He went, ate at the commissary before he went up to his office. So that's why he's late. Because oh, he still has to eat breakfast. Maybe so, but okay. but really, in the context of the story, it would have only been walnuts. So. Well, not for him. Sure, because everybody's changed, right? I guess. Oh well, no, because they all have their thumbs. I checked for that. So never mind. I don't know. Anyways, I was question about the whole thumb thing later. We'll go into yeah. that. Anyway, Rob again giggles his little ass off and says, "Laura was getting even with me this morning because I scared her last night." <laughs> Buddy asks, "You scared her last night? What'd you do?" Free Willie. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, he didn't say that. No, he actually asked, would you do show up? Rob <laughs> says, no, I was pretending that I was this guy, Kolak, who breathes water. Sally, without hesitation, says, oh, yeah, the four-eyed monster that was thrown out of the UN. <laughs> he came from the planet Twilo. Rob smiles and asks, you see that picture? Sally, confused, turns and asks, no, they made a picture out of that? <laughs> Rob, seeing he's being put on, says, last night on television, Sally says, no, I was at the UN the day it happened. Listen, if this guy didn't have four eyes, I'd have married him. Mm-hmm. Rob asks, what does four eyes have to do with it? Sally says, he made funny faces when he humped, and no matter what I had to look at it. Immature, immature. But he asks, what's this got to do with walnuts? Rob says, Oh, you see, all these creatures on the planet Twilo only eat, but is interrupted when all of a sudden, (laughs) (laughs) the sounds of cracking. Rob asks, what's that noise? Rob and Sally both stop and look around, but he asks, what noise? Rob explains, I heard a noise just now. Sally says, I heard it too. It's like walnuts cracking. Rob, not understanding how stereophonics works, says, (laughs) yeah, well, I don't know where it came from. (laughs) Buddy speaks up and says, it might have come from me. 
I just cracked a couple. <laughs> Rob throws down his mail and walks up to Buddy and says, God damn it, are you fucking with me? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Now, now he says, all right, Buddy, who put, who put you up to eating walnuts? Buddy gets sarcastic and says, well, if you must know, I switched from pistachios. I always eat walnuts. Doesn't everybody? Sally comes over to Rob and asks, Rob, are you all right? Rob thinks for a moment and says, I'm not sure until I find out where Buddy got the idea of eating walnuts just now. <laughs> Buddy getting irritated asks, why does it have to be an idea? <laughs> I was hungry. I like walnuts. Rob, a.k.a. Dick, <laughs> grabs one of his Buddy's nuts and says, come on, Buddy. <laughs> That's weird. Where'd you get your nuts? <laughs> Buddy asks, what's the difference? Rob thinks for a moment and asks, did Laura call you this morning and tell you to eat walnuts? Did, did Laura tell you to do this? <laughs> Buddy and Sally look at each other as if to say, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> Rob, seeing the look, asks, why are you guys looking at each other? Sally puts her hands on her hips and asks, Rob. Wouldn't you look at a friend if another friend asked you if his wife called and told him to eat walnuts? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, seeing that they're not understanding, says, now, come on. Where did you get the walnuts? Buddy says, our guest star gave them to me. Rob, getting nervous, says, well, I don't know. He throws the walnut on the desk and says, I didn't think Laura was that mad at me to go to such a complicated practical joke. Hmm. Who gets their mail at work? That's just kind of weird. I assumed it was just work mail. Yeah, but he, I don't know if he has the kind of job where he wouldn't, wouldn't Mel get the work mail? Like, I don't, I don't know. know. That's just weird because he's a writer. He's not like a secretary and admin or something. Is um, he like a head writer or something? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. You can already see the walnut in his jacket pocket. That's kind of funny. Seas <laughs> of all. Rob sits at the desk and says, I don't understand it. It's not like her. Sally then walks over interrupting saying, Rob, I hate to interrupt while you're talking to yourself, but can we get back to work, please? I have a very important luncheon engagement. Buddy stands up and says, how about we do a spot for the guest? You know, get that out of the way. Rob turns to his typewriter and says, the best idea you've had all day. You know, all five minutes of it. <laughs> Sally trying to rally the troops says, what do we do? Rob messing with his typewriter says, well, all right. He then pulls a walnut out of his typewriter and asks, who put that in there? Sally and Buddy glance at each other, nod and say, Kolak. Rob mm -hmm. snatches it from them, puts it on the desk, and in an irritated voice says, come on, how about using the opening for a good girl-boy number? Buddy's eyes get wide as he says, I don't think the TV world is quite ready for a boy-girl number sung by Alan Brady and Danny Thomas. Oh, shit. Rob nervously asks, Danny Thomas? Is Danny Thomas the guest star this week? But he says, you told us about it. Rob, not remembering and getting more concerned, asks, I did? Hmm. Sally says, sure. Don't you remember? You even put a reminder in the drawer. Rob opens up the drawer and pulls out his nuts along with a photo of Danny Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, admiring a good practical joke, nods and says, you guys are very, very thorough. <laughs> Buddy, not seeing Rob's point, says, oh, come on. Let's get to work. Rob pounds his desk and says, 
I'm not going to work with you or anybody else until you guys promise me to stop fooling around and trying to scare me. <laughs> Sally looks at Buddy and asks, should we stop fooling around and trying to scare him? Buddy nods as they both turn around. Finally, both in unison says, Rob, we'll stop fooling around and trying to scare you. <laughs> Rob, even more nervous, now shouts, now knock it off. He then turns away and thinks out loud saying, I can't figure out how I forgot Danny Thomas was on the show this week. You know, funny thing. Buddy interrupts and says, yeah, I know a funny thing. A nearsighted turtle falling in love with an army helmet. Mm -hmm. Sally and Buddy both point at each other and begin laughing maniacally until finally Rob shuts that shit down yelling, <laughs> cut it out. The pair stop laughing immediately and remain stone-faced. Mm. Rob, now a little creeped out, says, now look, you guys. I don't know what you're trying to do. I don't know what you're trying to do to me, but this joke is over. You understand that? The joke is over. I'll tell Laura how good you were. All right. Now, if it's not too much trouble, may we please get back to work? But he just stares at Rob and says, Rob, if I didn't know you better, I'd swear you lost your sense of humor. Hmm. Rob checking to make sure he still has his thumbs turns and says, why didn't you just say that? Sally turns to Buddy and says, Maybe swallowed some Absorbitron. Rob points and says, you did see that movie, didn't you? Sally defensively says, no, I told you. I was at the UN. Remember hmm. Dollface? As she gestures to have four eyes on her head. Rob thinks and says, something strange here today. Hmm. So <clears throat> what's on the shelf behind him? It looks I'm like a, just a shelf of like loose paper. See, I saw that and I immediately assumed it was all the scripts they've written. That's kind of what I was thinking too. So yeah, just it just was weird. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you would think they'd be in binders or something. Um, yeah, like our file cabinet yeah. or, yeah. or a computer. Yeah, or a hard drive. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so are them? Are those two expected to just stand at his desk while he types? Um. Yeah, looks to me like he is a head writer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they don't get to sit down. They have to stand at attention all the time. It's kind of weird. Um, Does she that, have like a little notepad in her hand with a pen? Was that a Cause gay she's, joke? Because she's the woman. What? Yeah. Was that a gay joke when they're like, oh, it's not ready for, you know, Danny Thomas and such and such to do a girl well, boy number? It wasn't number. a gay joke. It was more about um, man just as a woman joke. Uh, hmm. Okay. I thought Dick was better than that. It's not. Hmm. Yeah. It was like in uh, the Brady Bunch, if you remember. I think it was from season one. And um, you know, there was some joke about, Carol made some joke about, uh, like, why? well, the boys wouldn't be interested in other boys. And then uh, Robert Reed's line was, well, if they were, I'm going to have their head examined or something like that. Wow, I'm surprised he made that joke. <clears throat> well, it went, maybe it wasn't boys interested in boys. It might have been like, Boys wanting to wear a dress or something like that. And he's like, hmm. well, if they did, I would have their heads examined. Hmm. And I was okay. like, wow. And he's gay. That's must have been awkward. Scene eight. Just then the door opens as Mel walks in saying, hi, ho, everybody. <laughs> Sally turns hi, and says, Sorry. <laughs> did somebody call me? <laughs> hi, oh, 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 burn. <laughs> Rob jumps up. Walks to Mel and says, oh boy, Mel, am I glad to see you. Mel, look, I want to ask you a question. I want a straight answer from you. One of those gay who is, answers. <laughs> who is this week's guest star on the show? 
But he goes to say something, and Ron turns around and says, I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rob turns back to Mel as Mel says, why Danny Thomas? But he says, probably because he's cheap. <laughs> oh. Rob, almost afraid to ask, asks, did my wife tell you to put Danny Thomas on the show? Mel straightens his coat and says, no, no. As a matter of fact, she was against it. She wanted Kolak. Rob, now freaking the fuck out, points at Mel and asks, Did Laura tell you so? God damn it, are you fucking with me? <laughs> <laughs> did Laura tell you to say that? She did, didn't she? He then begins turning nervously to everyone in the room saying, Did you? They told you to say that, didn't they? Huh? <laughs> huh? You guys are putting me on. You're putting me on. <laughs> you motherfuckers. Mel, seeing this... Mel saying Rob is on the verge of having a breakdown says, now Rob, pull yourself together. You look terrible. Mel reaches into his coat pocket and says, here, this will make you feel better. Take two of these with a glass of air. Mel then pulls out two. <laughs> Mel then pulls his nuts out <laughs> and puts it in Rob's face. <laughs> Rob, disgusted and scared, shoots them away with a, ah. Rob, apparently offended at nuts being shoved in his face, says, I thought you guys are my friends, Mel asks. <laughs> Buddy, how's about we work on the opening monologue? Buddy excitedly says, of course, pal. They both walk out arm in arm. <laughs> Sally starts to leave, but turns and says, don't forget, Rob. Thumbs up. Rob just stands there rubbing his face. Hmm. Hmm. Does he really think that Laura has the power to tell them what guests to have on the show? <laughs> no. That's ridiculous. What surprised me is that he was like, no. In fact, she was against it. Like, like why are you talking to Laura? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when did you discuss this week's guest with Laura at all? Like, that's yeah. weird. And then I was questioning, like, the, <laughs> the friendship they have. Miss <laughs> Petrie, yeah, this is Mel. I just want to know what you think about the guest line this week. <laughs> Well, I don't know if Mel and like Laura are they close or something? Do they hang out? Like they they have like dinner parties and stuff. Like they come over sometimes. But but like the two of them are like are they specifically like buddies? Maybe they're fucking. <laughs> yeah, but, um, same, man. Like so, but then like when you think about the context of this episode, right? It makes a little more sense when you say no, she was against it because they're all like these aliens or whatever, right? Right. Like meaning like they talk. Because they're aliens. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. No. I, I still think they're sleeping together. Because think about it. With <laughs> Rob as mentally unstable as he is, you really think he's going to get a job as a head writer? <laughs> Come on, yeah. now. <clears throat> so, I'm a little confused about the whole losing thumbs thing. So, okay. what makes them lose? Because everybody else still has their thumbs. Yeah, I thought that was odd as well. Unless... Well, in the beginning, he kind of makes it sound like humans that have turned into Colax or Twilos or whatever they are, lose their thumbs so they can't fight back. So I think what they're implying is that all of his friends aren't his friends. They are aliens that look like his friends. Yeah. Because it's only the humans that change that lose their thumbs so they can't fight back. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. Okay. So I guess it's hard to shoot a gun or anything if you don't have thumbs. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. So this is where we take our next break. So Rob watched a late night horror movie. 
and teased mm-hmm. his wife to the point where she probably had nightmares. Mm-hmm. Has the entire world changed? Or is karma just a fucking bitch? Mm. Well, we'll find out. We will be back. comic book fan we've got a few questions for you were you obsessed with x-men as a kid did you stand in line to get a copy of the death of superman in the black poly bag did you buy every image comic no matter how long it took to hit the shelves then have we got the show for you Wizards, the podcast guide to comics, is the podcast where Adam and Michael re-examine the 90s comic book boom through the pages of Wizard Magazine and explore the world of gimmick covers, massive crossover events, and find out if those 20 copies of X-Force number one you stashed in your long box really did put your kids through college. And that's not all. We also bring you exclusive interviews with former Wizard staff members who tell behind-the-scenes stories from the guide to comics that defined a generation. In our special series, The Wizard Files. And wait, there's more! You'll get mini-episodes with 90s comic book reviews and more nostalgic fun. Wizards, the podcast guide to comics is brought to you by the Retro Network every Wednesday. So subscribe today on your favorite podcast app, and remember to keep your books bagged and boarded. We are back. Ooh, that was a longer break than usual. Yeah, that's all right. We laughed. We cried. Mm-hmm. We held each other's we held nuts. Each other. <laughs> <laughs> we caught that. We said that at the same time. Well, I didn't say nuts. I just said we held each other. Great. Now people are going to think it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I swear we've never been gay. So what? Like, yeah. Are you embarrassed? <laughs> you just seem to mind when we were in your hand. oh man this is awesome have you ever are have you ever gotten into or watched any of the really old horror movies like like plan nine like the kind of movie that he's describing you know like the the invasion of the body snatcher kind of movies like the old black and white horror movies yeah have you i've never really sat down and watched one it's been a long time, but yeah, I've seen one or two. I'd say the I remember the oldest horror movie I've seen is probably Psycho. Hmm. Um, I, I do remember seeing Invasion of the Body Snatchers when I was a kid. Yeah. What'd you think of so, it? Yeah. Um, I was a little confused on what was going on, but um, I, don't know, it was kinda, I remember, I think it was this movie. I remember seeing, maybe it was like the pod people or something. I don't remember. It was something similar to that, but I remember there was a scene as a kid. <clears throat> Hopefully, listeners will help me out here. But I thought there was a scene where a dog runs up to a little dog, kind of like a terrier, like Toto, kind right. of a dog. And like there's mayhem going around. People are running through the streets or whatever. And this dog runs up to the camera and starts barking. Mm-hmm. But I swear the dog had a human face. Okay. And, I, and it would kind of creep me out. And I was like, ah, I don't know. Maybe I dreamed that or maybe that was actually a scene <laughs> in the movie. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I remember that as a kid. 
Weird. That was creepy. First horror movie I ever saw was uh, The Exorcist. And I saw it hmm. when I was five. So hmm. I'm surprised I'm not traumatized. Yeah. Uh, the... 80s. Well, I guess it was what 79. That was the 70s, I guess. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back when we were children, allowed to watch extremely graphic sex scenes and also <laughs> bloody scenes, and it was normal. Yeah, I remember being in elementary school. <laughs> I think it was elementary, maybe junior high, and seeing <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street three. That showed a guy laying in bed. The nurse comes in and takes off her shirt and strips down to her underwear, <laughs> and then proceeds mm. to climb on top of the kid. Hmm. And then tie him up with her tongues and then changes into Freddy Krueger and yeah. then hell opens up like oh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I remember watching that when I was like in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember watching a lot of very graphic, sexually graphic, freaking gross, graphic violence stuff as a child. And I turned out okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> I turned out okay. Why did you think sex was so gross? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) No, the sex wasn't gross. Oh, you said (laughs) sex gross or whatever. (laughs) No, no. no. I don't remember what I said. (laughs) But anyway. Have you ever been like the way way Rob and Laura are? Have you ever been scared like that from a horror movie? As an adult, no. No, even as a kid. Like, have you ever in your life been afraid? Well, like, I'm sure. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, like thinking that, you know, monsters well, I've never, are like, <laughs> like, lost sleep and woke up in the middle of the night screaming or anything like that. Have you ever woke up in the middle of the night screaming in your bed, Jimmy? <laughs> I feel like you know the answer, and it's a rhetorical <laughs> <Yes>. question. <laughs> the answer is yes, you have. Have I? <laughs> what were you doing to me? Uh, oh, yeah. That yeah. was you. But you missed the whole thing. Say like, what was it? What were you doing to me? Um, yeah, don't worry about that part. Yeah, when I was, um, I think in fifth grade. Yeah, it was weird. I woke up just like Tech was saying. I woke up and I just started really low volume, going ah, and it just got higher pitched to the point where I was yelling and top of my lungs, and I couldn't stop. I don't know what my problem was. To this day, I have mm. no idea what why I was doing it. And so, when did you stop? <laughs> when my dad came in and yelled at me and told me to stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so weird it like, was weird it's like i was possessed if your kid or was making if your kid was making a noise like, we just come in we fucking knock that shit off and go to sleep <laughs> like you wouldn't question like what are you doing and like, i remember i kept repeating you? it's scaring me and but i couldn't tell anybody what was scaring me hmm. yeah i'd say it's scaring me what's scaring me i don't know uh, and i'd start yelling <laughs> like i don't know it's hmm. weird man scared the shit out of my sister hmm so well, didn't seem like your parents were two faced. He was like, maybe we shut the fuck up and go back to sleep. <laughs> Stop being a bitch. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah. maybe we should let him stay up late and, I don't know, watch, you know, The Exorcist. Like, oh. <laughs> um, I don't know if I've ever told the story. Speaking of horror movies and being scared and stuff, did I ever, did I ever tell the story about when I scared my sister? Um, On the show or told me? On the show. Um, <laughs> like I'm, I've heard it, Jimmy. The listeners, you don't need to hear it because I've already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and tell the listeners. I'm going to go get a drink. I'll be back. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> no, <laughs> um, I don't even know if I, I'm sure when you start the story, go ahead and then yeah, you're going to be, be like, like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. So you remember my room was right across from the bathroom. Yep. 
right? And I was sound asleep. My door was open because the dog liked to come in and out of my room. Hmm. And um, and so I'm woken up by the bathroom light coming on. Mm-hmm. And I wake up and I realize my sister just went into the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? And I kind of glance out into the living room, which I could see from my bed, and I could see the TV was on. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder why she's up watching TV. So I get this idea, right? So I go out into the <laughs> living room. Okay. <laughs> I know this story. Okay. You can stop. Yeah. Now. All right. Stop. So moving on. Um, when we last left, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, go ahead. So I go out into the living room and I decide, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to see if I can go undetected. Right. And so I kind of pull the cushions on the couch out a little bit. So there's a little bit of a lip <laughs> and I lay on the floor with my back to the, the couch. <laughs> yeah. And sure enough, Kelly comes out and she just, she sits right down and starts watching TV. And it's awesome because she does not even know I'm there. She thinks I'm asleep. I'm such a freaking genius. She seems, thinks I'm asleep in my room. It's amazing. Well, and then it's it me is, if that was me, I would have been giggling. <laughs> I would give myself yeah, yeah. away. <laughs> but then it, my, my next thought is, what's my plan? Like, what am I going to do now? Because it's like two in the morning and my parents are asleep. And they're going to like whip my ass if, you know, because if I say anything, if I, I can't scare her because she'll scream. Well, and wait it's a second. Me We're trouble. talking about your sister, Kelly. Now, she's usually right. very quiet and composed and a bit of like an introvert. Totally <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> <laughs> not. So I'm thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I really, truly don't know how I'm going to get out of this because like <laughs> I didn't think this far ahead. I didn't think it would work. And so, <laughs> so I started thinking, okay, if I'm going to say something, I got to shush her. <laughs> I got to shush her right off the bat. <laughs> That's the best way to do that, Jimmy. Uh, so I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I'm not going to go fast because if I go fast, that's going to scare the shit out of her. So I'm going to go slow. <laughs> and instead of saying anything, I'm going to go like this. <laughs> Since you don't want her to say anything, you should quickly cover her mouth and nose. <laughs> <laughs> so what I ended up doing was when I went to to because I was laying on my side when I went to sit up I couldn't like like breathe as well like and so <laughs> I made kind of a moan sound along with a sh- when I sat up <laughs> so it was more like a sh- like this. <laughs> and, and at the same time I'm reaching out trying to like put like make a cupping motion towards her mouth so all she sees is me reaching up going like this and she screams bloody murder. My mom and dad come out and yell at me really bad. And um Yeah, yeah. That was oh my my, that was my my smartest move. And then my mom asked me that dreaded question, what the hell are you doing there? Insane. I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't think that far ahead. I really didn't. Like so say so, what well, I was going to scare and success. What? <laughs> <laughs> this is you looking at your successful son. You should be proud. <laughs> and what made it worse was I sat there. <laughs> I sat there way too long thinking about it. 
Right. <laughs> yeah. It would have been one thing if she sat down and like three seconds later, it was like, Shh, hey, I'm down here. <laughs> but I waited like 15 minutes. <laughs> so she got nicely comfortable involved in this TV show. Like for 15 freaking minutes, I'm sitting there wondering what the hell I'm going to oh, do. That's, that's nice and comfortable. Shields are down, man. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I got in trouble. I got the old, get your ass to bed. Like, what? Yeah. I had a plan. I executed it perfectly, Mom. Yeah. You should be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way my mom looked at me, he's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I don't, I didn't have any, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't, I honestly didn't think that far ahead. <laughs> so, so Maybe yeah. I'll get you next time, Mom. So I scared the shit out of my sister. It was awesome. <laughs> it's awesome now. But one at the time. So anyways. <laughs> yeah. So let's get back into this. <laughs> All right. So when we left off, Rob had watched a late night horror movie and is now freaking out thinking the horror movie is coming true. <laughs> okay. Has everything he knows and loved changed? Mm. Or is this some sort of big practical joke? Yeah. Well, let's get back into this. Okay. Scene nine. Rob stands alone in the middle of the office, looking around and thinking out loud, saying, something is wrong here. Something's wrong. There's three possibilities. Either Laura and the gang are playing a very elaborate practical joke, or I'm having a horrible nightmare, or it's really happening to me. Hmm. Rob then thinks again and says, wait, it can't be really happening to me because I still got my thumbs. Hmm. Rob then feels his coat and says, I'm all right. But then is startled when he finds something in his pocket. He reaches in his pocket and finds yeah. a walnut. Oh my God. Oh my God. And then what? Rob struggles to break open the walnut, finally getting it open. He inspects it and sees a sparkly substance inside the nut. Mm. He thinks for a moment and says, I've got to be dreaming. He then gets excited at the thought and begins to pick up the phone. Hmm. He dials as he continues to tell himself, I'm just having a dream. I'll wake up pretty soon. I know I'm having a dream. As the phone rings, he slaps himself in the face and says, that hurt. Hmm. Sorry, my dog is rolling around. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah. He then stops looking worried and thinks, saying, never hurts in a dream. Hmm. Finally, Laura picks up the phone saying, hello. Rob cuts in saying, Laura, I want you to do me a favor. Laura stands talking on the phone with a big smile on her face and says, sure, darling. Hmm. Rob says, go into the bedroom, pull down the covers of my bed and see if I'm there. <laughs> Laura says, Rob, darling, I don't have time for your jokes. I have a walnut roast in the oven. Hmm. Rob, who's tired of this charade, hmm. says, all right, all right, all right. Now you win. You and your friends have scared the pants off me. I admit it. Are you happy? Mm -hmm. Laura asks, honey, have you still got your thumbs? Rob, not finding this funny, says, yes, I have. There's not much you can do about that, is there? Mm, shit. Laura just evil giggles. <laughs> Which is a great name for a punk band, by the way. Laura? <laughs> Laura just? Laura. Laura. No. Evil giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Rob gets pissed, spanks his desk, and says, Now that's enough. 
Laura? He hears a click as Laura hangs up. Mm, shit. He repeatedly hits the hang-up button on the receiver, which shockingly doesn't work. Hmm. Hmm. He sits and thinks out loud and says, why is she doing this to me? That's it. It's got to be a dream. Must be a dream. She wouldn't do this to me. So I'm, I'm just dreaming. All right, then I'll do some work. Rob then goes to the typewriter and adjusts the paper. He says, I'll do some work and it'll, I'll just, I'll just get my mind off of it. I'll wake up. He begins <laughs> so, to type. If you think you're dreaming, the first thing you think, I'll just work. Well, that, so I kind of I kind of relate to what he's saying. Like, if I think I'm dreaming, okay, I'm just going to do something really boring. <laughs> I'll wake up because the dream's no longer you know interesting. <laughs> he begins to type, then stops and looks around, waiting to wake up. But he hears a high pitched alien sound. Ooh. <laughs> Rob hears this and begins to get a little freaked out, saying, "All right, that's enough. That's too much." As creepy music plays, the door to the office swings open and in walks. Yeah. Danny Thomas. God. They had they had Wendy's back then? No, that was Dave Thomas. Oh, same thing. <laughs> Assuming this was a prank, because I didn't know at the time. Mm-hmm. Did Laura put shiny shit in every walnut? Like, how did she know he would open that particular walnut? That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Well, but, that's the one that was in his coat pocket. So, yeah, but who's to say he would open? Well, didn't she that put that one? in his? Didn't she put that in before he left the house? Oh, is that the one he pulled out of his pocket? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, good point. Oh, there you go. Um, hmm. Anyway, they had magic eight balls back then. Yeah, I was a little surprised to see that, too, yeah. on my desk. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, huh. huh. Okay. I, I love that he trusts Laura so much that it convinces him that he's not dreaming. Or that, he, that he is dreaming, rather. Because he knows that Laura would never do anything to purposely freak him out like this. So because he has such a strong sense right. that Laura wouldn't hurt him, that automatically he knows he's dreaming. Yeah, I think it's the whole, like... Like, as far as going through this kind of elaborate hoax, possibly, mm-hmm. yeah. But then, like, when he's, like, legitimately kind of freaking out, and right. then she just hangs up on him. Yeah. I think that's that would kind of seal the deal for me, too. I'd be like, okay, she's not joking. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not a joke. Like, I'm dreaming. Yeah. So, so I, I love that. I love that he has such a strong sense of that. He's just like, well, that's proof. Because she would never do that. I don't know. I just think it's cool. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Scene, Tian. As Danny Thomas walks in dressed as the planner's peanut guy, <laughs> he walks to the center of the room. Question, is Danny Thomas actually English? I don't know who that no, is. I don't think so, no. I know the name, but I I wouldn't recognize him in a lineup. He used so. to do like uh, like commercials for, I think something for diabetes or something. I can't remember what it was. But, you know, later in life when we came along, he was one of those old guys that did commercials for stuff. Like, <laughs> AARP and stuff like that. You'd be like, hey, I'm Danny Tom. Yeah, it was that kind of stuff. So Danny Thomas uh, stops and with a British accent says, I beg your pardon. Could you tell me where I might find Robert Petrie? Robert gets nervous, points and says, who are you? Danny smirks and asks, who do you think I am? Robert nervously grasps his chair and says, Danny Thomas? He makes a face as if someone just farted. He Wait. does do that face. He's just like, 
Like, what's a Danny Tom? And he makes that fart face. Ha ha, very funny, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and he asks, what is a Danny Thomas? (laughs) (laughs) Big Dick nervously looks around for support and asks, then who are you? Danny once again smiles and says, guess. Dick now straight up and scared points at his face. Then up at the sky and only getting out. Um, he then does a UFO whistling sound and makes a UFO shape with his hands. Danny just slowly nods. Rob just nods and slowly falls apart. He composes himself and says, uh, why are you here? Danny <laughs> says, I've merely come to see what the last remaining earth person looks like. Rob now panicking begins to stand and ask the last Rob then begins to freak once again, saying, look at me, look at me. I still got my thumbs. Ha. Now you get out of here, Danny or Kolak or whatever whatever your name is. You get out of here. You go on now. Go on, get. get. (laughs) Danny Danny points his cane at Rob and says, very well, and begins walking towards the door. As Danny approaches the door to the office, he stops and faces the window. He says, oh, look. You have a stain on your necktie. <laughs> Rob strains to see what Danny's looking at, then realizes what he said and begins to inspect his necktie, saying, I don't see a stain. He then finds it, saying, oh, there it is. He then looks up at Danny nervously and asks, how did you see that from there? Mm-hmm. Danny says, I have perfect 20-20-20-20 vision. <laughs> Danny then begins to hum as he walks towards the office door and leaves but not before tossing a handful of walnuts back at Rob. Like a motherfucking bounce. Yeah. Hell yeah, he did. Hmm. Mm. I love how, how Danny Thomas reacted to his own name. That was just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, like, what funny. is a Danny Thomas? I just don't know. That was, just funny. <laughs> um, that was a pretty good throw with the nuts. He actually hit the desk and everything. I don't remember. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. He just tosses them without looking, and they bounce right off of Rob's desk in front of him. I was like, that's perfect. That was awesome. <laughs> nice. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really girly. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the hiccup. Scene 11. 11. Rob stands in his office, taking in what just happened and wondering what the fuck he's going to do. Mm. He once again says, I must be dreaming. Either that, or I'm in the twilight zone. Oh. <laughs> Rob thinks for a second, smirks, and says, I must be dreaming. It's not really happening to me. Because if it was really happening to me, and I was a twilight, and the absorbitron was really working, I wouldn't have my thumbs. Mm. And I've got my thumbs. Mm. He then picks up a cigarette and tries to light it, but yeah. he has no thumbs. <laughs> Oh my God. He panics at the sight of his hands, dropping everything. He thinks for a second and says, I've got to get home. I got to go back to my own bed before the alarm goes off and I never wake up. Mm. He then runs out the door yelling for Laura, you know, cause she can hear him <laughs> that far away. Has he opened the door without thumbs? No, it was already open. Danny Thomas left it open. Oh uh, yeah. Um, he didn't notice the thumbs when he went to pick up the lighter. Like <laughs> nobody picks up things like without using your thumb. Nobody does that. So <laughs> well, that's kind of weird. Um, yeah. I almost, it's almost as if he didn't really lose his thumb. 
I know. I know. It's crazy. Oh, I know. Jim, come, Jimmy, I know. stop. But I, I, that's kind of what I felt like. He's a method actor. That's true. Most people don't know that about Dick Van Dyke. He's a method actor. That's true. Otherwise, he wouldn't have got the accent so correct when he did Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Mary Poppins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, every British person was offended by that movie. <laughs> we don't sound like that. He was Cockney, was he not? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Scene 12. Back at the house, Rob runs in yelling, Laura, Laura, did the alarm go off yet? Laura, Laura, where are you? He takes his hat off, and wouldn't you know it, walnuts fall out. <laughs> Rob, now full on frantic, says, Danny Thomas put nuts in my hat. Put his nuts in my hat. Rob continues to yell for Laura as he runs and opens up a closet door. But instead of Laura, he's greeted by a mountain of walnuts. <laughs> Rob falls to his butt as Laura slides in on all over the nuts. And Rob just stares in disbelief and says, Laura. Laura with her hand on her chin and says, darling, what are you doing home from work so early? Rob struggles to get to his feet, now pleading with Laura, saying, Laura, you gotta help me. I'm having a nightmare. I can't wake up. Laura walks away from Rob, saying, you're having a nightmare? Rob begins to cry as he shows Laura his hands and says, now look, all gone, all gone. Laura grabs his hands, saying, oh, how cute. (laughs) Rob pulls his hands away, saying, Laura, Laura, you gotta help me get my thumbs back. He then holds his chin and says, hit me, hit me and wake me up. Laura comes back with, darling, I will hit you with pleasure, but it'll be in the wall nuts. And she hits him in the groin. (laughs) (laughs) No, she didn't do that. (laughs) That'd be funny if she did. They should put stuff like that in the show. (laughs) Laura says, darling, I will hit you with pleasure, but it won't get your thumbs back. Rob, not really listening, just keeps pleading. Well, come on, hit me. Hit me before I grow another pair of eyes. Laura then punches Rob right in the fucking face, knocking him back onto the couch. Hell yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Rob, who's apparently into this sort of thing, says, felt good. But they're still gone. Laura, who's apparently into this thing, too, pats her chest and says, oh, my, all this exercise, I'm a little out of breath. Oh, my, to declare, oh, my. <laughs> Laura then walks over to the dining room table, grabs a large glass of water. I think it was a vase. They just didn't show her like two oh, flowers oh. out, which oh, they okay. should have seen, showed that because that's because then he's like, Laura, what are you doing? You know, because <laughs> nobody would ask that if you just drink a glass of water. What are you right, doing? Right, right. You know? Yeah, and I think they just cut out her pull anyway. Oh, okay, makes sense. <clears throat> um, Rob sees this and rhetorically asks, "What are you doing?" Laura says, "Getting a drink of fresh air." <laughs> Stupid, you know that. Rob staggers to his feet, points at Laura and says, You're a Twilight. Laura, who now has her back to Rob, busts out with, Robert, do you know you have a stain on your tie? Oh, shit. Rob inspects his tie and says, Yeah, Kolak told me. Rob then points and asks, How did you know? Laura rolls her eyes off for him and says, <laughs> I did wish you wouldn't point. It's so impolite. Rob now in complete disbelief yells, Laura. But Laura shuts that shit down saying, my name is not Laura. 
It's Lolak. Lolak of Twilo. She then parts her hair in the back and says, I see you. <laughs> Rob recoils in disgust and says, that's not possible, as he reaches for the back of Laura's head. But Laura shouts and says, my eyes, don't touch my eyes, which is a sentence I never thought I'd have to say. <laughs> Rob, who's now lost all hope, begins shouting, oh, no, I've got to wake up. I've got to get out of this nightmare. I gotta wake up. Hmm. Why mm. would you check the closet before the back bedroom? Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> when you when you run in your house and you're looking for your wife, aside from yelling your name the whole time you're running around the house, right. you check the closets. Oh yeah, I would for sure check the closet before I check the bathroom or the bedroom. <laughs> right. yeah. Or see if her car is even there. I don't know if they have multiple cars, but you know. I mean, he should have checked the kitchen first. Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> hi oh. Um, <laughs> But it's kind of neat that, you know, Laura chose this time to come out of the closet. It's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> she almost fell down on all the walnuts. He had to, like, help her. <laughs> they kind of, I don't know, it didn't really take anything away from the scene. It's just kind of weird if she's supposed to be, like, this villain now, and he's just like, oh, don't fall. You know, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. But, like, when he's on the ground, you can see his thumbs. He's just, <laughs> he's just sitting there with his hands. He's just, just fucking like, sitting there, yeah. That's true. <laughs> well, his thumbs in two shots are like this. I wish you weren't a liar. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Scene 13. Rob begins to run to the back bedroom to escape while Laura laughs maniacally. Mm. But as he opens the door, Buddy comes walking out with his eyes wide. Mm. Him too laughing at some joke he apparently remembered. <laughs> When he tries to open the other door, Sally walks out, her too, laughing at the same joke. <laughs> Rob once again shouts, I've got to wake up, as he tries to run into the master bedroom, but is stopped by Mel, who, you guessed it, is laughing his ass off. <laughs> Rob then begins to run to the kitchen, but is stopped by none other than Danny Kolak or Kolak Thomas or whatever, who apparently saw some funny ass shit in the kitchen. <laughs> Sorry. Who apparently saw some funny ass shit in the kitchen. Rob, <laughs> Rob now cowers on the floor, scared out of his wits. Ooh, God. Dang. Have you ever been out of your wits before? No. Me I don't think so. Uh, man, they must have seen some funny shit. <laughs> or they must have been a funny joke. Or, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. They didn't rub well, their hands together, though. But they're doing an awful lot of laughing for people that lost their sense of humor. It's kind of weird. Uh, 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 oh, shit. Yeah. Plot hole. Mm -hmm. You found it. Yeah. A scene 14. Jeez. We cut back to the bedroom where Rob is under his blanket, struggling for dear life, saying, I gotta, I gotta, but wakes up. Sorry. Falls <laughs> on the floor and somehow causes Laura to fall on the floor at the same time. Rob turns to Laura and asks, what are you doing here? Laura wondering why the fuck her husband is so close to her and in the bedroom <laughs> in their bedroom at night. <laughs> what are you? Rob explains, I had a nightmare and fell out of bed. Laura just as scared as Rob says, I heard a scream. A scream? <laughs> it sounded like a little girl. <laughs> I heard a little girl scream. <laughs> Rob, starting to realize what happened, says, oh, I must have screamed. Is that a girl, right? Yeah, that was me. It sounds like me. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare. I dreamed that I was a Twilight, and I lost my sense of humor and my thumbs. 
He then remembers his thumbs and holds up his hands and kisses him with the side of his thumbs. Laura then explains, I dreamed that Danny Thomas um, was cha- he was chasing me. Yeah. And because I, he must have had a knife or cause I was, and he was throwing his nuts, walnut, he was throwing walnuts at me and, and every place it hit me, I, uh, and the thumb growing eye. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's like, hey, Laura, why is your wet so, why is your bed so wet? What? <laughs> cause it, it was, I was running. I was really running. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it, so I came out. And it was sweaty. It was sweaty because Danny was chasing me in my dream. I told, I said that right. That's what I said, right? Yeah, I said it was chase. He was chasing, <laughs> and I and I and I kept losing control. I mean, my thumb. <laughs> that's why I'm out of breath. Yeah, that's why I'm. Yes. That's why I'm out of breath. I'm, I'm completely out of breath. I mean, in breath. My, <laughs> in my dream, <laughs> Rob and Laura hug each other for support as Laura says. Oh, I wish it were morning. Do you wish it were morning? <laughs> what a weird question. I know. Yeah, I thought it was Rob true. agrees and hugs her saying, yeah. Oh, try to get some sleep. Laura grabs Rob's arm and says, no, I'm just scared. Well, maybe we can, I don't know, sleep in the same bed? <laughs> Is that weird? No, no, honey. We'll have none of that. <laughs> I have none of that now. Rob says, I know, I know you are, but what am I? That's weird. No, yeah. I know you are. I can feel you trembling. Laura showing she ain't as scared as Rob thinks. Asks, "Well, what do we do?" Rob, not <laughs> catching a hint, says, "I don't know. Sit here and twiddle our thumbs." <sighs> they both let out a half chuckle. They just half chuckle. <laughs> um. Yeah, she. I agree. She probably wouldn't be as scared as if they slept in the same bed together. Like it's, yeah. <laughs> at least I don't have to sleep in a room by themselves. <laughs> I remember I used to get pissed at my parents. They'd be like, there's nothing to be afraid of. Go back in your room. Yeah, because you got two people in here. I'm in there by myself. <laughs> and no matter how much I talk to the fucking dog, she don't want to sleep in there with me. So get the fuck out of here with me not being scared. Sitting there with a fucking husband that was in the Navy and shit. And like, of course you ain't scared. <laughs> Anyways. When it started up and it, would, it was like, a dream, right? And I was like, "Man, You're like motherfucker, really?" Yeah. The whole thing was just a nightmare. I was like, oh. "It would have been better if it was a joke." It's like, yeah, oh, I got been, you, fucker. But like, you can't joke about losing his thumbs. <laughs> so I mean, that's yeah, something you can't yeah, yeah. like. I don't know. So once I saw the no thumbs thing, I was like, "Oh shit!" Well, see, they could have joke. easily changed it where everybody else lost their thumbs and he didn't. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could have easily done it that way. That's true. I was yeah. I was even half expecting like. Everything to be better, where they feel better, they go to sleep, and he goes to go under the covers, and he feels something, he pulls out a walnut. I, I was expecting something like that, but, <laughs> but. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyways, scene 15. As they both lay there trying to get to sleep, Laura speaks up with a, Rob. <laughs> Rob answers with a, hmm. Laura tells him, I can't sleep. Can you? Rob is saying no. Rob turns on the light and asks, you know what we can do that'll help? Shit. No, he didn't say that. But he was thinking about it. Oh, I'm sure he was thinking about it. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I wasn't even there. Hell yeah. Rob asks, you want to watch some TV? Laura Laura sits herself up and says, might as well. 
Rod gets up and walks to the TV saying, okay, I'll see if I can get insomnia theater. Soon we hear a voice on the TV saying one, two, and there one, two, and there Laura blurts out who in the world does exercise at this time of night. Hmm. Rob points and says, this guy does. Mm-hmm. Who's Rob- got two thumbs? Hey, who's got two thumbs now? Hey. And just- <laughs> <laughs> Rob changes the channel and Laura, who's still feeling a little feisty, asks, darling, mm. who's that good looking man in the beard? <laughs> Hell yeah. She's like- Rob answers, I don't know. The voice on the TV says, would you guess that there are 200,000 bumblebees on this man's face? Mm-hmm. Laura gets disgusted as Rob quickly changes the channel. We then hear another voice saying, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, and Dorothy Lamore in the road to Singapore. Rob sits down in relief saying, well, that can't scare us much. Just as Rob and Laura get comfortable, the voice says, that's tomorrow night at two o'clock. <laughs> now back to the werewolf from outer space. <laughs> I was late. Sorry. <laughs> I get it. Oh, sorry. Okay, let's just. What are you doing? Is that me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking, why does he keep? I don't get the joke. Why does he keep doing it? <sighs> Jesus. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Laura. Laura looks terrified as Rob quickly jumps up to change the channel. Hmm. We hear yet another man on the TV saying, and now from the supine position, is that right? Supine or supine? Now from the laying down position, (laughs) starting with the right leg and one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And soon both Rob and Laura are exercising along with the TV. Mm-hmm. It's craziness. Yeah. Um, so, like, I thought it was kind of weird that because the guy had, like, bees on his face or whatever. <clears throat> right. That they were watching, and then Rob was, or somebody, one of them was, Laura was disgusted by it. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird, like, because bees aren't an insect that people are disgusted by. No, they're like, not people gross. Go they're bees not roaches, yeah, I mean, people don't go bees like, ew, gross bees. Like, nobody yeah. says that. Yeah, that's like somebody keeping roaches in their house. Sick fucks. You know, like, it'd be different if he had roaches on his face. Right. But, or even spiders, I could see people going, ew, gross. Yeah. But it's just, like, it's weird that nobody feels bees are gross. Yeah. yeah. That's true. You know how you scare a bee? How? You yell, boo, bee! Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so I wonder if insomnia theater was an actual thing. I don't know. Cause if this show was on a network, they could totally use that to promote one of their shows. Well, like the audience laughed when they said that. So, right. Yeah. Maybe not. Um, I thought the man, um, with the beard, like would or the man on the TV or whatever would have been Danny Thomas. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I uh, when they say, um, who's that when she's like, who's that cute man with the beard? And it says something like starring Danny Thomas. I thought for sure that was the joke. Hmm. Um, I just kept waiting for a callback to the dream, but they never yeah. happened. And I feel like it's unfinished. So hmm. it's not going to happen now unless Dick Van Dyke wants to do it again. But that's good. 
Yeah. So. Well, that's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. That was a good one. <sighs> All right. Well, I do have an email to read. Ooh, goody, goody, gum drops. <laughs> All right. So I got a little message to read that we got. Um, I think some, I think this uh, terrorist slid into our DMs on this one. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. She slid into our doom. Doom. <laughs> 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 so this is from Tara, and she says, I listen to you guys while driving two and a half hours back and forth every few days to oh, watch sure. my granddaughter. Damn. I'm only 45, so I'm not old, lol. <laughs> she thinks one of us is named Lowell. Who's Lowell? Mm-hmm. That's right up there with Lore. We had somebody calling us Lore one time. Yeah. Strange. And uh, somebody called us Lameo one time, Lameo. too. That's weird. Like, I'm not even like Italian. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lameo. Like that's like when you order. Like when I order my guitar, it was from Germany, right? Because you order yeah. you order from the same company, but they write Italian on it. it says like Fragile or something on it. Like, <laughs> so it's just kind of weird. Hmm. Anyway, she says I love you guys. Aww. Exclamation! 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 Oh shit! That's like right up there with have a nice summer. See you next year. It's right up there with that. Yeah. Or better yet, keep in touch. And they write their phone number to your book. Like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are so funny. I really appreciate your friendship and your humor. I'm listening from the beginning and I'm on season two, episode 11 of the Brady Bunch. Thank you so much for making my drives more tolerable. Now, so we do, we do appreciate that. Thank you. And yeah, uh, um, yeah we, th- we think we're better friends than Rhett and Link are. I'm going to throw that out there. That's right. <laughs> and I can throw that out there because they have a podcast as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm calling you out, Rhett and Link. I think me and Tack are better friends than you guys are. I think we know yeah, each no other better. Not. I think me and you know each other better than Rhett and Link know each other because it came to me in a dream. <laughs> That's right. We're calling you out, Rhett and Link. Exactly. If that is even your real names. Exactly. I mean, we don't have, you know, a Stevie that, you know, they got way more stuff than we do. They're, they have a way bigger budget and they, you know. Yeah, they yeah, and they've put out like you know songs and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, they're pretty talented. Yeah, they're really. Timmy tall. and I will challenge you to any kind of like friendship thing, as long as any basketball. Because dude, Link is like six one or six two or something. Link is. Mm. Hell yeah, me and Jack are better friends than you guys are. It's tack. Uh, oh, yeah, whatever. Um. So yeah, we're calling you out, Red and Link. But anyways, yeah, we're calling you out. So we're getting away from Tara. Um, yeah, sorry, Tara. Tara, Tara. Um, so yeah, we do appreciate it. Thank you. Um, she's only on season two. She's not even going to hear this for like ugh, a lot. We're going to be old men. Probably retired true. from the show by the time she hears it. Yeah. You know what we should do? What? We should invest like a penny in stocks uh, and see how much it's matured by the time she reads this. Oh. oh shit yeah totally she'd be a millionaire <laughs> invested <laughs> in her name no we're, we're teasing about it. yeah we do appreciate it thank you and um yeah it's always nice to to hear that you know excuse me it's t- it's humbling to me attack we were talking about this the other day it's just it's weird hearing that people like <laughs> like what we do because it's so much fun to us you know um <laughs> yeah like i don't, I don't even think about it like we record on friday nights yeah. I edit the thing and then I upload it and then like 
I don't think about people listening to it. Like, it's not something I think about. Like, I don't go to work and go, I'm a podcaster and people listen to my stuff. No, uh-uh, Never uh-uh. crosses my mind. And so when we get emails and stuff going, hey, I thought that thing you said the other day was funny. Like, like I almost think, like, part of me thinks, how do they know that? Like, right. Yeah. 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 Cause you, you <laughs> kind of forget for a second. Yeah. I had one guy know? that when I used I to say, work I with, Matt. Um, that was listening to the podcast. I don't know if he still is because I don't talk to him that much anymore. But um, like I would say something on the show and he would say, you know, you know, oh, that was funny what you guys said the other day. And it's just, it's so strange. It's kind of like that movie, um, 13 Monkeys, where Bruce Willis calls and leaves that message on the phone. And these people come up and they have that message memorized because they've studied it for like 20 years. <laughs> and he just made it like a few seconds ago kind of thing. That's kind of what uh, it feels like. <laughs> I don't think it's called 13 Monkeys. What's that called? 12 monkeys. 12, same thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dozen, not a baker's dozen. Yeah, exactly. It's so a anyways, dozen monkeys. Yeah. So anyway, so, so me and Tack are always um, very humbled when people, you know, and, yeah, and I know we sure. read these every week because we think you guys deserve to have them read every week. And um, uh, it's still really humbling to us because it's, it's just us making each other giggle and laugh and stuff. And yeah, so we do appreciate it. I know we say all the time we appreciate it, but we really, truly do appreciate it just because it's, mm-hmm. It makes it all worth it, you know? It's it's tons of fun. It is, yeah, yeah. All right, Tara. Well, you know what we did here. We had a good time tonight. We did. And remember, we do love these shows, and it's all about good times and the laughs. We would also like to personally thank our producers from Patreon, because without you, this could not be possible. And, of course, Jenny and Jim, we, I'm, I'm looking forward to when we can all hang out, you know, hang out up in Illinois. And um, hmm. uh, me and Tech definitely look forward to it. And so... uh so, yeah. Yeah. We thank you. Indeed. So, homework assignments. You guys thought we were going to forget. Really? Number one, check out the website, www.averybradypodcast.com. Do a rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, CastBox, or Audible. Tell two friends about the show. And if you, if you, if you don't like the show, then like write it on the bathroom wall and say, for mm-hmm. a good time, watch or listen to this podcast. And put my number down, too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, not in the, men's room. in the ladies' room, not in the men's room. Right, right. Yeah. That's what it. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Send an email to the show, just like Tara did. No, Tara yes. slid into our DMs. So you can do that too. Feel free to feel free to slide into our DMs too. Hell yeah! But tell us how you like or dislike the show at everybodypodcast at gmail Join the Facebook group and join in the conversation and all the fun. At a very pretty Facebook group. Now, lately, we've had some some people trying to come into the Facebook group. Some correction, some accounts trying to come into the Facebook group, and we know that they're bots. <laughs> so we've been a little bit more strict than usual with people answering questions correctly and stuff like that. Because what yeah. these bots do is they come into the Facebook group and they want to say, "Do you need a job working for Amazon? You know, or do you want to work from home, filling out, you know." business cards or whatever. Like we don't want any of that. We just want it. We want it to be an actual group of actual people. So if you are trying to go into the group and you're, and you're not getting in, it could just be because one of the questions was answered wrong or you forgot one of the questions. We apologize, mm-hmm. but that's something me and Ter- me and tech care a lot about. We don't it's want tech. this to be. What's that? What did I call My you? Tara? Tech. Did I call you Tara? <laughs> we said Tara tech. No. Um, <laughs> we don't want this to turn into just a bunch of spam and stuff. We want it to be an actual group yeah. that people can have fun in. So yeah. So if you get denied, just reapply. Exactly. Yeah. If you like to be a producer, 
Check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash a very Brady podcast. Yes. Check out our Instagram at a very Brady podcast. Now that I've said that me and tech were talking the other day and it might be too premature to talk about this. If it is, we can always cut it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're going to start getting a lot more active on our social media. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to start putting out actual like, like videos talking about the upcoming shows and maybe funny things that happen during the recordings and stuff like that. If you have any ideas or you have any suggestions, feel free to reach out and tell us and we'll, we may or may not implement your ideas. So uh, yeah. look for that. Indeed. Follow us on Facebook and get real time updates. That's where you're going to hear about like, if we're going to be late uploading a show or something like that. Yes. Go check out the Retro Network. Now, we haven't brought them up, but we bring them up every week, but we haven't really talked about them in a while. And they're I'm telling you, if you like the nostalgic aspect of this show, um, you'll love the Retro Network, especially if you were into stuff like comic books and toys and stuff like that. I'm telling you, you will love it. So uh, go to www.theretronetwork.com. Check them out. Indeed. Check out our shop with our affiliate link at averybirdypodcast.com slash shop. Check out our T public store for merch. The link is in the description of this episode. And I want to say I got an email today saying that there was a sale going on. I'm not sure how long the sale is at the time of recording. It's uh, March 11th. So uh, feel free to jump on there and check out what time. Um, Tax looking at his watch at his clock going, it's not March 11th. Well, it is for me because it's after midnight. Um, <laughs> Stay out of my head, Jimmy. Yeah. Stay out of my head. Um, <laughs> you know, I, was, I was literally going, it's yeah. not March 11th. It's March 10th. It's still Mario Day. You know what's crazy? <laughs> Rhett and Lincoln never did no shit like that, did they? That's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> but I think there's a sale going on right now for T Public. I'm not sure what it, how long it lasts. But as soon as you hear this, jump on to check out if you're thinking about getting something. And uh, yeah. Are you a Twilight? White? No, I have thumbs. Oh, wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> but most importantly, go check out classic iconic TV shows. And Tack here is mm-hmm. going to tell you what you can watch next. Okay. On the thank you, Jimmy. On the next episode, you're, you're hey, you're welcome to. Okay, on the next episode, we're gonna watch different strokes it takes. Different <laughs> strokes. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> different strokes. Season two, episode twenty four, entitled "Slumber Party." Oh shit! Yeah, a huge fight ensues when Kimberly invites her friends from Eastland Academy. Oh shit! Over at the same time. Willis has his friends over. Girls, 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 girls. Yeah, so you got some little crossover here because people yeah. forget that uh, they live in the same universe. The fast yeah. facts of life. Two T. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, two D. And Natalie's gonna be this episode. So it's Molly. No Joe. No Joe. No, Joe. Um, no uh, Rachel Welch. What was her name? Uh, uh, Blair. Uh, Blair. Yeah. yeah. She, she still she looks, looks exactly like, the same. Yeah, Holy she looks shit. the same, right? Yeah. And she sang <laughs> really good on that. On, uh, for those of you who didn't know, they did a live version of um, The Facts of Life. And it was um, like a double thing. It was ironically different strokes and Facts of Life. Yeah. <laughs> like Kevin Hart played Arnold. I haven't and, seen it yet, but I saw it. It's actually that. really good. Um, but when they did The Facts of Life... Uh, Lisa Welchold sang the theme song to Facts of Life and she sounded re- I don't know if she sang it back in the day but she sounded really good oh, like, wow. I was surprised That's everybody cool. was shocked at how good she sounded so yeah nice um, also Different Strokes is available to stream on Amazon Prime yeah I was thinking about that the other night we need to start putting that putting telling them where to stream it I don't know if we've yeah, been we doing have, that 
we just forgot to do it last week. Okay. But we did yeah. like the the episode before. So right. that works. Yeah. Cool. In that case, if there's if there's nothing else to say. Um No, good. Alright, in that case, I've I've been Jimmy. And I've been Colac. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I've been Tack. And this has been a very Brady podcast. And we will see you on another sunshine day. Keep smoking. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network.